T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm now realizing that it might be two straight Super Bowl losses. The Eagles are cheated. Seriously. Has anyone else thought about that, Celso? You hadn't thought about that Not yet, right? He's had it, no. Holy mackerel. Not cool, man. <laughs> Not My cool. God. All it's right. going to be worse for you if you keep thinking of it like this. But it's I can't going help to it. be but it worse. Is what it is. It's how Look, I feel. I, I get that. I get that. And maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have uh, like extended experience at losing these games, so I'm choosing to yeah. look at it differently. Players also look at th- things different than totally people that have been fans. I mean, yes. we're gonna we're gonna play some audio, Jason Kelsey, where he he he's not outraged by the field, and I'm I, I'm stunned by. I mean, that. just listening to you and Rich go back and forth, you're both saying the exact same things. It's yeah. like that's what players say. Fans say it differently. Yeah, we do. We, we do. just do. I mean, we're getting but, more but and more on, over here, on. John. Don't, time goes on. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you should take a page from from our book because it helps you bounce cope. back. Cope. You, yeah. yeah. This cope, look, if, if you just let it go and say, hey, you play that game, you know, 10 times and I expect the Eagles to win seven of them. And that wasn't one of the times, you know, that, that we got to take advantage of uh, last Sunday. It, it's it's okay to say that we weren't the better team on that day. We were the better team. We weren't the better team on that day. And the field and the calls and that stuff, we didn't do enough to overcome it. It, it does make you feel, I don't know, less uh, – less, there, there's no solution to your anger. No, there's, there's not. Because, because that will never go away. The, the fact remains – that that this team this team should have played better, and that's the way I look at it, and, and I choose to look at it that way, and I have always looked at it that way, and I think it's helpful. I'm just trying well, to help I pr- you. I know you are, and I appreciate that. Look, we said it's a therapy session around here, so we're all going to be trying to help each other out, and I I don't think I'm going to heed your advice, counselor, but I appreciate it. I mean, I do. Let's go to the phones. Hey, what's up with uh, Joe? You notice Joe's been wearing pink this whole week. I did not notice. Well, that. two days. It's two days in a row. Oh, really? It's the exact same outfit, two straight days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's not the whole week. Wait, what? wait yeah. why? Why is wait, that? Wait, what? Did you, what do you did mean? you have a sleepover last <laughs> night or something? <laughs> 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 I think it closed there. Though. You ready? You ready for this answer? Yeah, please. I did not have a sleepover last <laughs> night. 
what? Did you not so do laundry? So what are you doing? Did you sleep in that that outfit? No, I didn't do that. There is an explanation now. I, okay. I need one at this So point. yesterday I wore this, and I, I do like this outfit. I think it's like one of my one of my above average ones. And the I don't have salmon pullover. Yeah, I don't have too and many. And it was the Angelo Day. A lot of people That's here. Uh-huh. I wore this yesterday. I like it. <laughs> I knew we were going to see a lot of sponsors in here this morning because a lot of the WIP sponsors, or at least Angelo sponsors. We're here to fet Angelo today, and I said to myself last night, oh, I like that outfit. I Let's run it back. Run it back. Yeah. You know? Like, the, don't get rid of Jimmy Butler. Keep Jimmy Butler. Run it back. Sixers didn't run it back with Jimmy Butler. They should have. I said today, I'll run it back. So, that's 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 good. It's always strategic, John. There's very little that I do that's not strategic. Joe has new pants on, too. I Did do. Did you notice? He's no good longer wearing buddy. jeggings. <laughs> I'm proud of you, pal. <laughs> oh, oh sprucing boy. it up, though, Joe. Uh, Amy from Villanova is sprucing yeah. me up. All right, to so the phones. Let's go to Joe, who's calling us from Iowa. Hello, Joseph. What's up, fellas? Um, first time calling the show, and I wanted to get in before you guys made the move in the morning. It's usually not up that early. Uh, thank well, you for calling. for calling. Yeah. Yeah. And, Joe, you've grown on me over the years, i got to say. Um, just a little bit, though. Wow. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Joe. What did, what, did you, what did you first think of me? Four years ago, five, six? What was, what well, was the honestly, problem? And I actually tweeted at uh, maybe at Eskin back in the day, Spike, because it was you were crushing Wentz. You were screaming. You hated him. I thought it sounded disingenuous. I thought you were just looking for reaction, which in your role, as you know, is at times important. But A lot of people do it. I, I, I don't do that, but go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's what Spike said, and uh, I didn't believe him. But as I've listened to you more, <laughs> I do believe you're more honest than I originally thought you were, and I do appreciate that. Thank you. Carson buddy. Wentz is horrible. Thank you. Yes, I think it was that day. Um, <laughs> and I and never, and I never said I hated in... him. Never said I hated him. Just said he stinks. Yeah, well, and you were do right. you hate him now? Um, I don't hate him. There's very yeah, few people I hate. Just Ben Simmons. Hate Ben Simmons. Yeah, I hate, I hate Ben Simmons. <laughs> hate him. Um, anyway, guys, uh, uh, listen, I'm stunned and angry, still uh, so disappointed. I think you guys have hit a lot of things on the head, though, calling the game complex with why they lost it. I thought Rich Gannon brought up some great points, obviously. Richie, you said some things about the defense that have made me think a little differently. Um, I don't know if people around the country understand – you know, what we go through is the Philly sports fandom. And I think that makes it, you know, in ways like a little bit more galvanizing as a, as a, uh, as a city, but in a lot of ways too, like, I don't know that other fan bases would react the way we're reacting right now. Um, you know, it's, it sucks, man. Yeah. It really sucks. It's a little more, it prim- right it's a little more for primal him. for us, Joe. Look, no, no yeah. fan base would, would just be happy with this, but I think yeah. it is true that we, we do care more. And it's yeah. it's a it's more ingrained in our lives, and um, so it it hurts deeper, and it and it makes you angrier for, than than you know would be the reaction of of many others. Joe, give me a great answer guys, for what was. Go ahead. Yeah, what are you gonna do, you say? Guys, do you guys think five years from now, ten years from now, if Mahomes is knocking on Brady's door as far as the rings, will that ease this thing at all? And then the other one I had for you is like for Jalen Hurts. You know, can you remember a play that would be more essentially culpable in a big-time spot in that fumble, and he's getting zero heat for it. And I'm not saying he should because he played an unbelievable game. But yeah. as our, you know, as Philly sports fans, we have so many crushing losses, so many big mistakes. Reese Hoskins missed ground yeah. or, you know, things that predate me. And Hurts is getting zero flack for this. And I think it just shows how much the city's grown to love him, how great he played in that game. Yeah. And it's just, you know, such a tough – Let me, let me think about game. that because you bring up an interesting point. What was unbelievable, Joe? Well, I was going to go with the fact Ben Simmons can't shoot a basketball still at this point in his NBA <laughs> career. Um, you know, to me, that's absolutely unbelievable. You can win. I'll write it down. I think that's a great yeah, answer. All right, let's with go that. with that. You hey, know, Joe, with somebody, somebody brought – yeah, go ahead. Call us more often, man. You're a good caller. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, Take buddy. Care. You thanks, got it, Joe. man. Um, so that's an interesting point. James, you might be able to lock in on this. In Philadelphia sports, a bigger miscue that's kind of swept under the rock than the Jalen fumble. Kurt Schilling had a bad game one in the 93 World Series. No one talks about it because he dominated game five and he dominated in the NLCS. But I think he gave up, I think it was five runs in game one. So they got off to a bad start in the World Series and he didn't pitch great. I mean, we won't talk about Wheeler in this year's World Series, his first start. You know, he right. really struggled, the dead arm thing and all that. They ended up winning the game, so it doesn't matter. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a, I honestly, there there are not many. We talk about him, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we will in the future talk about the Hurts thing, but people just don't want to dwell on it. It's also it's, it's like he pl- what, it was one what, play exactly. in the whole game. Like he was great. When there's and, also and nothing, it was a big it, mistake, but, but it was we one never play. Saw him do stuff and he like doesn't that. do yeah. that normally. It wasn't right. like oh Jalen again. It was like what? Right, and it's not something that's a concern for next year. It's not like oh yeah. I now think less of him a quarterback for next year because he dropped the ball. It's it was like a fluke. It's, one other thing that yeah, Elliot, it was completely a fluke. Well, one other thing Elliot brought up that no one said that I'm surprised hasn't even been brought up is, is it possible with the field the ball was a little slippery on that play? Like, I don't know. The field was really wet. Like, they showed guys their hands were, like, soaking wet when they were running across the field. I know it didn't happen, but yeah. I'm just saying that play, you never know. Like, yeah, there's so know. many angles on it. It's the only fumble in the game where the ball changed. I mean, it's one of, like, Miles fumbled, and is that it for fumbles? Miles and it also just twice. slipped out right. of his hands. No one hit the ball. I know. Like, that was what made it so weird. It's like it tripping over your feet. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, exactly it, it's right. like he tripped over his feet and happened to be in the Super Bowl and it resulted. I think he was shocked. He was shocked. Well, of course he was that shocked. There, that there was a, a linebacker sitting right in his face. Right in oh, the Oh, you mean that he was trying to. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant shocked that he dropped the ball. Look, right. I, I'm looking to place, <laughs> place blame for that play. And There's I, no blame. It's just bad luck. I. I don't think it is bad luck. I think it was bad either coaching in terms oh, of. Oh, John, come on. Isaac That's Sayamalo, not fair. you've got a linebacker in your face, in your gap, and you're going to leave him? You're going to abandon an unblocked player on a play that the quarterback's supposed to be keeping it? Yeah, but. That's crazy. I can't say it's his fault that Jalen Hurts dropped no, the I'm ball. No, I'm saying it could be Jeff Stoutland's fault. Well. I've had issues with the way they pick up pass blitzes. All year long, and that was a play that it, there was an obvious choice. Do well, the you, guy was coming. Do near you block yeah. the guy directly in front of you, the linebacker Nick Bolton, who's good, or do you uh, slide down and help the center who's blocking Chris Jones? He helped the center, double teamed the the you know the the nose tackle, and left Nick Bolton unblocked. Yeah, I if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm not expecting that. So I'm I'm going into that you know going into that gap. But you still can't. But, but, to gain but John, yardage, all of a sudden, holy cow! I got to yeah. switch the ball. Not ready for it. But you still shouldn't drop the ball without being touched. No, I mean that's you, you know, should not, right. and he does not. I know he doesn't. It's the one time we've ever seen it. James, what do you got in there right now? So Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni will be speaking today. The Eagles are saying in all caps, approximately at two o'clock. So it'll be somewhere in the two o'clock range okay. today that those guys will be speaking. Fair enough. All right. Um, Obviously, John and Ike will be carrying it whenever. Yeah, man, you know what? Maybe coordinate with them and we get them. They're already talking. Get them maybe in with us at the end of our show so they can kind of crank it up as we're We're, we're going to figure out all the stuff. Yeah, talking to Fretz. We got it. All right, let's uh, do uh, what we do every Thursday at this time. A little life advice with the hammer. Oh, well, it's, some say that. I don't say that. Or anymore, I don't say that. James, final life advice with the hammer on the midday show. A segment that, John, we know will be going in the morning show. Looking forward to it. Uh, James, what does someone need help with today? All right, we got a doozy today. I, re- I don't know how I would handle this. So this is, uh, this is calling the hammer in the last midday life advice hammer. Okay, uh, from the text line. Uh, my girlfriend and I sp- uh, split up over the summer. It wasn't a bad breakup, but then she's moved on and is living with a new boyfriend now. Well, hold on. Well, that she's like really moved breakup. on. Yeah, I mean... Oh, sorry, sorry, not living. Moved on with a new boyfriend. That's my fault. My fault. I read that wrong. Moved on with a new boyfriend, and we don't talk anymore, even though we were close friends for six years before we dated. Wow. Her little brother is 12 years old, and we grew close while we dated. We used to play basketball, and I would go to his games and do other activities with him. It was like a big brother, little brother relationship. I, she thinks it's weird that he still wants to hang out with me. He asked if we could play basketball and go to Six Flags, but she doesn't want me to. Her parents still like me and have no problem if I wanted to hang out with her little brother and and do a big brother thing. But am I crossing a line with my ex? You're not crossing a line. You should tell the former girlfriend to go pound sand. Uh, If her younger brother wants to hang out with him, such is life. That's it. Wow. No, it's it's as easy as it can be. I mean, if you can stomach it, meaning, you, you know, you care about the kid, obviously, and you're okay on your account hanging out with the kid, you care about him, you enjoy it, you get some satisfaction out of it. I do think you have to consider her feelings. I don't here. consider her feelings. 
Well, he cares about <laughs> her. <laughs> her he was friends with her for six years before they dated. I do think he is considering her feelings. Well, he's considering. That's consider- why he's a- asking well, this. Right, and I'm and saying. he should consider her nah, feelings. Tom Sand. She's uncomfortable with him being around. That's Because her- she's got her other boyfriend around. That That's a real problem. Then she should talk to her brother or run enough to flagpole to her parents and all that. But it, it is what it is. The young kid's coming to him to hang out. He likes the kid. Hang out. Wow. Oh, I'm done. I'm man, done. I feel like this. I don't know, <laughs> just, man. Just, That's just it. Setting it up no. like for a bomb to go off. Who cares? Well, I he think does. He, he should. Said, too. He, the reason he's asking the question is because on some level he doesn't feel fully okay. Well, with it clearly, without, yes. And I'm saying I I understand that. And I, I you should just feel totally fine with that. So, so, going so, against I would suggest, so you're going to ignore the 12 year old kid. What I would suggest is talk to the parents. If the parents nah. are cool with it, have the parents talk to your ex. Like, get other people involved to help say, hey, listen, you know, little Teddy loves hanging out with Bob. They have a really good relationship. <laughs> it's like a little brother, big brother thing. You got to have a little brother or big brother. Like, hey, maybe you're good. You got a new boyfriend. Why don't you, like, let this happen and not be, you know, difficult about it. Like, I think you, you could need do to that. Factor, and then the parents talk to her and, you know. You need to factor her feelings in. And you need to explain to her, if you think you can pull this off, sure. hey, you don't have to worry about it feeling strange. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're happy. It's not going to be weird with me and the, the new guy. I'll try to steer clear Listen, if it makes you feel better. There it is. You do have to factor our feelings in it. I don't agree with these guys' advice, but Go fair enough. pound sand. And there it is. Life advice <laughs> with the hammer. I got to use that saying more. Go pound sand. Yeah, it's good. It's Go twice p- today. It's a theme today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm in a freaking flat out bad mood. Eagles lost the Super Bowl. This, there's a 50 50 chance this would have been the parade right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody just. I'm not trying to have you drive so off I the road. I thought about that yesterday. Yeah, well, it was so beautiful. It was out. yesterday or today. I was like, man, today would have been a day for it. Yeah, well, so would today. Sure. Yesterday sure. or today, 50-50. This would have been a parade. Right now. Right now. Let's go to Bridget. Bridget, I'm in a foul mood all week, and it ain't okay. going to change. Hello, Bridget. Hello, guys. Okay, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your morning show. I will do my best to get up and listen to you guys. I know I came late to the program during the football, you know, during the playoffs and stuff, but you guys are the funniest guys on this show. I love how you disagree to agree and everything. But today, I have to agree with John. (laughs) With this fillet, with the Eagles. Yes, we have to get over this. John, you should know because I remember when you guys lost against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's just we have to think positive. Okay, we had a great season. Yes, we beat every team. Yes, but somehow I was watching that game, and where was the cover? You're talking about the defense? Yes. Yeah, it was bad, and it's a combination of players and, and Gannon. I mean, they're, they're, they're all yeah. culpable in that regard. I agree with now, you, let me Bridget. Ask you guys, let me ask you guys this. Maybe you've seen it. I, I know I've seen it, but maybe you've seen it better. In the beginning of the first quarter, I, they had a close-up of Hurt. Was he looking tired already? Because they looked like they were wearing him down. I did not notice that at all. He was running all okay. over the field. I don't. I doubt it. Well, hold on, Bridget. I'm, I'm just, I want to clarify. Are you saying he was huffing and puffing out of breath? Or are you saying yes. you think he looked tired like he didn't get enough sleep? Tired, no, I like, don't know which one we're talking about. Two different oh, types oh, of tires. Okay, no, we're talking about like huffing and puffing, like because it looked like all the stress was on him. I mean, listen, so, I think sometimes in those moments, maybe the body reacts a little different, but I did not notice that with him. Well, we had the ball for the whole first half of the game. Well, yeah, he ran the ball yeah. a lot. He was doing a lot. Yeah. he probably was tired. And, moments and can get game, to someone though. That game takes more out of you than any game you've right. ever played in because yeah. of the emotions you've invested. All, you know, for the two hours prior and then during and then the halftime and everything else, it is exhausting. And that's part of what made Tiger, and I'm not saying Jalen didn't manage his emotions. I think he was fine. But yeah. part of what made Tiger, it's Tiger, Tiger could stand over a putt. You know, it's the 18th <laughs> hole. It's the 72nd hole of the golf tournament. You know, there's, you know, hundreds of, you know, people there and there's millions of people on TV and sinks the putt. I mean, that's, that's sports. Bridget, give me an answer. What's unbelievable? Uh, well, this doesn't have to do with sports, but here's newsworthy. How about the Watergate scandal? Watergate is unbelievable. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. Watergate. 
That's a great answer. Let's go to Gary, Northeast uh, Philadelphia. Hi, Gary. Hey, boys. Uh, listen, man, you, you've been my therapy. Uh, I drive up and down 95 all day as a courier, so you're definitely my ther- therapy, too. That's well, thanks. Good. Thanks, Gary. Good to hear. Hey, listen, um, I got a couple points. Let me make my points. Um, as, as far as I, I cannot believe I was watching um, uh, Steichen's uh, uh, press conference that, that crackhead Erste flew in here Friday night, and they, they interviewed him before the Super Bowl. And I'm sure Phoenix talked to the other uh, Gannon, too. How was that, how was they're, that they're, right? They're allowed to, Gary. I mean, don't you think they're taking their minds off the games? Well, yeah, well, well, maybe, yeah. But, but there's also a rule in place. There's a window when those organizations can talk to them. They obviously can talk to the agent. This is not uncommon. It is unfortunate. For us as Eagles fans, it is certainly possible that their attention might have been divided, but it's not against league rules. And yeah, as far you know, as far as Gannon too, you know, not even to stay here to I think to to do the press conference and discuss the game. I think it's such an insult to, to uh, Sirianni, the Eagles. I, I actually, the I, I, I agree with you, Gary. I I agree with that point. I think Gannon and Steichen should have. I don't believe Gannon flew back with the team. I think we heard that. I don't know what Steichen Yeah, did. yeah, he was out there, yeah. yeah he, I, already, he already hugged Kyle Murray. They're buddies already. I believe that, John, tell me if you agree with this. You tell that team you're about to – you can sign the contract. You can physically sign the deal. But I think you tell that organization you're about to take over, let's announce on Wednesday or Thursday. Give me, Hang on a second here. I'm going to fly back with my team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to address my players. Might address the Philadelphia media. And then I, I'm, you know, I'll be back out here on Wednesday, Thursday. We do I'd that press love conference. That. I think I that would, would have been more that. appropriate. But this but, felt this felt college football ish. You know, when the college football coach will leave before the bowl game. I mean, these guys finished the game, so I'm not saying they finished didn't finish the season. But this felt a little bit like escape hatch, in a way that absolutely. I think it's disrespectful. I, I it'll never sit well. And to his point, the idea that uh, Jim Irsay was talking with Shane Steichen for what was reported five plus hours on I mean, which on which day? Uh, pr- the week prior to the Super Bowl. So I, the I'm bye not, the I'm bye not week. Sure, which day? But yeah. the week prior. Yeah. It, I mean, that is these coaches every every second is precious because you feel like you have so much to do to get ready for this game, and but you know five plus hours doing something else that doesn't sit well with. Because you also know he's preparing for that before those five hours occur. It's it's more than five hours. So yeah. I, I, I agree. It's a, it's a problem, Gary. It's Gary, give me an answer, man. What uh yeah, what, let, me what... Give me, give me, let me give you one more point. I'm a retired ice hockey official. Yep. That call, okay, we're taught, Joe, if you see it, you call it. It was a hold. We can't be bishing we can't be the San Francisco whiners, okay? That call was a hold. These guys get judged on this stuff. We used to get judged on the games that we called. That's why the guy had to make that yeah, call. But my, here's my differentiation, Gary. There's a hold that you call and a hold that you don't call. And I believe this was a hold that you don't call. Also call it in the first half if you're going to call it. Well, it, well it was, yeah. Guys, it was too high. He had, a whole, he had his whole shirt. Yeah, it, was it was too obvious. Very brief. Gary, give me an answer. What's unbelievable? Oh, uh, that I, I just left Philly. I'm in Washington. I was, I've been holding since uh, – I left Philly two, two hours. Okay, you got it. Length of time on hold. You got it. That can be a winning answer? Length of time on hold? Nope. Uh, well, listen. Here's I'm, a, I'm not voting for it. it. I'll t- yeah. I'm not voting for it. Sorry. It's okay. It's, it's all right. I get it. But, Everybody, you know, it's it's what it is. Everybody we do settle our best down. here. Everybody settle down. Uh, Howard Eskin, he joins us next. We'll talk to the King. Our final Thursdays with the King. Um, and uh, all the calls up ahead. Plus, Ray Dittinger at 1245. On 94 WIP. Just like football, your restaurant, hospitality, or casino business needs an innovative game plan and flawless execution in order to win. So if your point of sale system is lacking the latest technology or if it's not helping you sell more, earn more, or work less, you need to talk to my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. PDQ has everything you need for success, including mobile POS, self-service kiosks, enterprise reporting, contactless functionality, data and cybersecurity, and the best service and support in the industry. 
industry. PDQ is the fastest, easiest, and most reliable POS available. That's why PDQ POS has been the top-rated restaurant management system for over 35 years. Whether you have a single-location restaurant or thousands of locations, Joe Flynn and his team of POS experts will create a custom game plan that will help your business grow like never before. Trust me, if you want a point-of-sale system that will truly make a difference for your business, you need PDQ POS. Schedule your free demo and business consultation today at pdqpos.com. That's pdqpos.com. Yeah, it's going to take a long time to turn this frown upside down and a trip to Kitty City. Is that what it was, Sean? Kitty City would turn the frown upside down? And Toys R Us was a different one. Toys R Us, definitely different. Yeah, Kitty City had the kangaroo that would hit the bounce. It, hit the, it would bounce on the frown, and then it would make yeah. it not a frown, and then the second time it would make it a smile. Uh, no such quick thing can, can get me from this frown to a smile. Um, although I enjoy doing the show, and I'm glad we're all doing it here together. But it, it's, a, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough week. Hey, Twitter poll uh, question of the day. It's sponsored by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Uh, today's question, reflecting on all aspects of the Eagles' Super Bowl loss, do you feel more angry or sad? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Anger or sadness, angry or sad. And, John, you feel more sadness. Why? I feel bad for the players themselves that they weren't in – the best position to win for you know the majority of the second half yeah the coaches the coaches did a number on the players in a way that hurt them i i will i mean i i think the players are also at fault but to it it, it was not good coaching nope and it seemed like on the other side of things that steve spagnola defense was dealing really well with the rpo stuff you know we say david Boreanis said hey we got away from the run game why'd we get away from the run game the, that Chiefs defense did a great job schematically of slowing down the RPO, covering every aspect of that. You know, every option that we could have pulled, they were covering it and they were playing disciplined assignment football. Got to give them credit. Uh, but it was smart. And then the Chiefs offense, it felt like, man, in that second half, it just felt like Andy was getting in the groove whenever we'd put – the big run stopping guys out there. It's time to throw it a little bit and, and force Jordan Davis to be a pass rusher, put him in a bad position. And when we went light to stop the pass, hey, let's be creative and use these looks where, where we'll run the ball and hit them where they're weakest. It just felt like they had that mastered by the end of the game. And, and that's by learning while coaching and while the game was going on, learning and reacting and playing and, and adjusting and transforming what the game started like to what the game became. Well, I'll say, I mean, to me, anger and mad and those type of things are certainly more top of feeling for me. Uh, I, I do feel sad also. Don't get me wrong. Of course I feel sad. But I'm mad at the league. I'm mad at the ref. Uh, I'm not, like, angry, angry at the Eagles players, but I'm more disappointed. I'd be like a father. I'm disappointed in you. I expect it better. I did. I expect it better. I thought the Eagles were going to go out there and roll it in. Let's go to the phones. We're going to get to the audio of Jason Kelsey in a moment. Uh, what David Boreanaz's last uh, segment was was referring to with what he said in the podcast about the field conditions. We'll get to that soon. Plus, Ray Dittinger joins us in about 10 minutes. Ken in South Jersey. Hi, Ken. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today? Doing I guess I know okay. the answer to that. There you go. <laughs> Joe, I don't want to add to your angst at all, but uh, if you go back and you look at the replay of the first touchdown with the orbit motion, it shouldn't have counted. It was an RPO, and the chief center was in the end zone, and he was illegally downfield wow. when, uh, when, Jay, when uh, Holmes, Holmes threw the football. First so. person I've heard say that. I'll, I'll check that out. I, I did not know yeah. that. Go, go back and look at it. But, um, you know, Joe, if this helps you at all, my mother always used to say that anger corrodes the vessel that carries it. So, you know, I, I really thought I was going to wake up Monday morning in a really, really foul mood. I do, like, I'm, I'm like John, I do feel bad for the players because they put so much into this season to, to have it end that way. But, you know, I open my eyes 6.30, 6.40 on Monday morning, and there's my little dog curled up in front of me, laying, looking me in the face, just licking my face and licking my hands. And this is impossible to be in a bad mood um, under those circumstances. 
and I have just, you know, I had my taxes done this week. So if I'm going to be angry about anything, it's more likely to be that. <laughs> Look than, at you on top is, of you know, it. A, a, Dude, you're on top of it like, two, two months early? That's good work by you. Well, I, I have to give myself enough time to, uh, you know, move some money around to write that check. So, you know, <laughs> you, you got to go. get, get it done early. It's so. always such a bummer when it's uh, owe money instead of get money. Oh, man. Ken, oh. give me an but answer. Give me, go ahead. Thankful. Go ahead. I choose to be grateful that we we can pay. You know, we can pay it. No, so, I, I understand. You know, Ken, give, give me an answer for what's unbelievable, man. Well, let's be honest. We all found it a little unbelievable that Joe had a girlfriend that wasn't mechanical or inflatable. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. You know, his thing about Monday morning, you know. Well, you were very different Monday. as a, Like, I know that. That you know you you didn't seem nearly as as crushed Monday I as, as I was. I, I wasn't. Yeah, like what? And now you you're right there with me. Yeah, I don't know. This is you're you're right, James. I I don't know. I don't know why. All I can tell you is, um, the deeper we got into the week, I guess to a certain extent, the more real the loss became, and I think absorbing more information about how it went down and how we think it went down. You know, and all the stuff like I didn't know Monday morning at 10 a.m. that the groundskeeper for the Super Bowl was a 94 year old who happened to be a Chiefs fan. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know that at 10 a.m. Monday. You know what I was like? I didn't. So I did. I, I'll tell you, I was I, I don't want to say I was casual about the loss. That would that would, you know, Sunday night, Monday. I mean, that would not be accurate. But um, it didn't like it didn't it didn't hit me as much as it eventually. Well, did. Well, th- here's the problem. I think I was I so I, I think I was. Oh, let me say this, John. I was stunned. Sure. I mean stunned. I think you were in a state of shock. I think yeah. I was yeah. in a state we of shock, James. We it was prepared. a capital S state of shock. Yeah, I think that's what I it was. I was freaking stunned. Yeah. I could not believe the Eagles had lost. That's probably the biggest reason. Yeah. Uh, none of us were prepared. We talked about that the week before. We did. That we all expected to win. We were uh, not ready. Uh, I think that what you're doing now, though, is unhealthy. This creation of cons- <laughs> of conspiracies, you know, that the groundskeeper had it in for us because he's a Chiefs fan. Sodgate. And, and somehow, yeah, somehow altered the field and informed us about the field and uh, all this stuff. Why you didn't know, they change cleats, John? Yeah. I'm just saying. Because they played there earlier in the season, and they looked back on that and said, hey, we so were the slipping. the Eagles played there earlier in the season, I too. I understand. So maybe they did a better job with their equipment staff than our equipment staff did of identifying the issue well, and it was, saying, but it wasn't hey, a wait new, a second. It was new grass. The whole, all the grass was new. So well, yeah, it was new. It wouldn't have even they, mattered they when they played the, there before. Yeah, yeah, earlier in the season, there's no relevancy. It's new grass. Well, you don't know that. It, it's, it's new grass. It new grass. It's new grass. I get it, but the conditions aren't new. You're you're in Arizona where the weather's always the same, well, and you've got the same like by the way, point difference. I gotta say, Kel- Kel- Kelsey on the grass. Kelsey, uh, love Jason Kelsey, of course. But but his thing on like not being outraged on the grass shocks me. Let's. I mean, not that I necessarily expect all the Eagles to admit it, but I think he actually believes that it's like okay, the grass was. I mean, let's. You can listen to Kelsey in his own words. Here's what Jason Kelsey had to say on his podcast. Of course, you know, the Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey podcast. And, um, I mean, those guys did a great job this year, obviously. And it's cool they get to do it together. I don't agree with his mindset here, but he's aligned with John. Here's what Jason Kelsey said about the field conditions. I got a birthday in two, in two months. He's not invited to my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I mean, I'm sure that's devastating for him. <laughs> exactly. Uh, John, I guess you guys as players are just sort of wired differently. Uh, that does not resonate with me. What he said at the end there, you got to figure it out. You got to adjust well, you the way that you, you play. Do. Just like you adjust the way that you play with an injury, you figure it out. You adjust the way you play when the conditions aren't perfect. And they, the Chiefs, did a better job of adjusting to it. You shouldn't have to adjust in the Super Bowl. It's yeah. supposed to be the best, most perfect mm-hmm. conditions for the best, most and then perfect it wasn't. game. And, yeah. and then it wasn't. And they still played the game. They did. And you got to figure out a way to win. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's talk to, uh, and the Diddy, Ray Dininger joins us in about five. Let's go to Dr. Gina right now. Hi, Dr. Gina. Hi, dude. How are you? Fantastic. I told you I was apprehensive when you spoke on Saturday. Yeah. I told you how apprehensive I was, didn't I? You did, and you were, you were one of the few that felt that way. Yes, I was, and I just Patrick Mahomes threw, you know, pulls rabbits out of hats, and, you know, Andy Reid, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. So here we are, you know, and we just have to kind of take a deep breath, and I'm sort of with a, 
you, John. I, I am not delving into like shoulda, woulda, coulda. I, I, I'm, I totally agree about the whole concept of adaptation because I think we've gotten spoiled in the modern era of Super Bowls played in pristine places, you know, with no anything in a dome, but with the dome open, you know, you deal with condensation and whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of with you. You need to adapt. And we did not adapt. Our, our defense certainly didn't adapt. Not one bit in the second half. So, mm-hmm. you know, everything just sort of crumbled, unfortunately. You know, and you can't blame Jalen because, you know, sometimes mistakes happen and you do fumble and somebody scores off you. But but you have to, as a collective, got to be able to rise above that, in my estimation. You know, well, you're not you're not wrong. I, I think my thing, though, Gina, is if it was just, you know, the gods or God and it's raining or it's snowing, like I, I get it. I mean, it, yeah. But, you know, this is um, this is like man made. Yes, but you know when you when it's man-made, like there's condensation inside a man-made place that's closed yeah. up and air-conditioned all the time. You know, so you open up the the uh, you know you open up the roof, there's still sure. condensation on the field. And you know, the Chiefs had the same issue. To they deal did, with, you know? but they had a different type of pass rush. I mean, Reddick uh-huh. and Sweat being edge speed guys were slipping all over the place and they were one of the real strengths of this football team right right for sure for sure all right well let me tell you my incredible thing yes what's unbelievable in honor of angelo and his long career amazing career what's what also is unbelievable that from an egg from your mom and a sperm from your dad you become a guy who loves to soak in the bath for three and a half hours (laughs) three and a half hour baths well listen dr gina you've been a uh a great caller, and we, we know you listen to the show. We appreciate it. And, and I'm a bad speaker too myself, by the way. I'm up on air, but I, am, I have been known to stay in the tub for definitely way more than an hour and a half. So I bet you Richie will make fun of you less than he makes <laughs> Just All right, guess. guys. Keep the calls Thanks coming so to us in the morning. Certainly will. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Take it easy and moving on. Thank you. you pre- we appreciate it very, very much. Let's go to Black Gritty right now. Black Gritty. Hey, guys. Uh, I don't want to be Niners fans. And I don't want to be Cowboys fans. I'm not going to complain and make excuses. We beat ourselves. That's why when I wake up every morning, I go to sleep every night, I'm sad. Yeah. You don't fumble the ball. You don't have a trash punter, and we win that game. Everything else, it's our fault. Like, yeah, the, the field was trashing, but everybody was slipping. That didn't lose me the game. You know, mm-hmm. the, the ref at the end, yeah, I, that stuff happens too. But that punt... And that fumble is what did it to us. And the coach not going for it on third and two and, and mushing the ball and then going for it again on fourth. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson, for all his faults, went for everything. He said, look, I can't wait. I got to do it. And you went for fourth down, went for fourth down the first half. Rihanna come out here and Oompa Loompas get on the field. Now you scared. Like, I, I mean, we beat ourselves. That's why I heard. I bet That's you. Listen, I, I, I look. Long time. I'll tell you this, man. I I look forward to two o'clock today when Howie and Sirianni speaks. And one of the questions I do hope that gets asked is, uh, like Nick, do you, do you regret punting the ball in fourth and two? Of course, he's going to say no. But I don't whatever. know. I don't know. No, I don't know about that. I, I think you got a legitimate uh, chance. He'll say yes. Uh, I, I'm saying the opposite. So we'll see what happens yeah. at two o'clock, yeah. and uh, we'll go from there. And if and by um, the way, if it's not asked, we'll ask him the first time we get a chance whenever he joins us. You know, in the off season when we're hosting the morning show. I mean, that's the thing. Normally, a situation like that with the coach, you're on to the next season. There is going to be so much from this game. We're going to need a lot of time with them. <laughs> Let me put it that way. We're, we're, we're never going to get this back of having this kind of roster. And once this money starts getting spent, things are going to change. And so I, I just don't want to make this excuse. As a fan, when I do my podcast, as I'm a chronic complaint, conspiracy theory, all I want to. But I like the fact that the players aren't acting that way. They have Richie's mindset. They have Kelsey's mindset. And I, that's all I want. I don't want to be possibly looking like 49ers out here crying every player to kicker, talking trash. I, you know, we take this L. We lost by three points. All the things that we want to conspiracize against, it was a three-point loss. Yeah, I know. I know. So, all right, give me, give me a great answer. What was unbelievable? Wait a second. I'm not going to be calling you guys in the morning. I'm pre-retired. I don't get up early. You guys have done a great job. Uh, baby mama, you know you're the greatest man on the face of the earth. 
uh, Slim Richie, I love you so much. And Ostrich Boy, we have our contentiousness, but I thank you for your call, and I appreciate you reaching out to people individually. It shows your moxie and character. I wish you guys the best going forward. you got huge shoes to fill. You probably won't fill them, but if you fill them half as good, you'll be around for at least 15 years anyway. So just do the best you can with thank what you, you got and keep it moving. All right, hold on. One, one, one question, though. Are you really not going to call us in the morning? Bro, I, I don't go to bed till 5.30, 6 o'clock every day. I just well, wake up call at 6.01 and be the first caller. I'll try, I'll, I'll try for right. you. I'm I just mean, saying. You, 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 know. you know that. Like, you know, you know 5.55 is close to 6.01. It's not that yeah, old. Yeah, like I say, I'll try. I mean, you push it through. You know what I mean? I know baby right. mom will take my call. <laughs> we'll say uh, it. We'll talk to you. Uh, unbelievable. I thought you were saying us. I thought you were saying us. With, I thought you had the winning no, no, answer. No, 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 no. I was just show. giving you your kudos. What's unbelievable is the fact if you got promoted, you got to wake up every day at four thirty in the morning. I'm just, I'm taking the under on you waking up on time. Oh yeah, I got my money in. Oh yeah, I, well listen, Blackbird, thanks for your calls, man. I mean, I like I said, I already set the bar. Uh, you over under one and a half a year that I'll oversleep. Seltzer, is it going to be above or beyond one and a half times a year? Man, I think above. We'll see though. Do you do you really? I think two is is in play. I think two is in play. I can't imagine. Two is in play. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it'll be way over. I don't think it'll be like six or something. But I think two is in play. (laughs) And by the way, you know if you ever sleep six, then you probably miss the whole show. (laughs) This isn't like, like, oh, you show up 15 minutes later. I mean, chances are you you miss the whole shebang. All right. um, Never missing the whole shebang is the ditty. Um, Listen, game like that happens... I mean, there's a lot of people you want to hear from, but there's very few that you really, really got to hear from. And our guy, Ray Dittinger, is certainly amongst that crew. Very few you have to hear from. Ray Diddy, sir, how are you? I'm fine. How are you guys doing? Good, Ray. So, Ray, let's get right to it. Open-ended question. It's been four days since the game. What is the main thing going through your mind four days later about this loss by the Eagles? (laughs) Uh, the thing I, I can't quite get out of my mind is that Andy Reid won this game doing all the things he didn't do in Super Bowl Thirty Nine. Ran the ball, managed the clock, saved his timeouts. Uh, might be the best 30 minutes of coaching in Andy's career was the second half of that game. Um, I know nobody here wants to hear it, and I know people here aren't going to want to give him a lot of credit. Uh, but he, he coached a great game. He coached a great second half. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for all the things that had us tearing our hair out when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl down in Jacksonville, um, Andy got a do-over in this game. The only problem was when he did it over, he did it against you. Uh, it was, that, that's what I took away was I, I, I've, I've watching Andy over the last couple of years. He's better coach now than he was when he was here. And when he was here, he was pretty good. But you watch him now, he's better. Uh, and he was never better than he was in the second half of that game. And then let's go on the flip side of that, Ray. Sirianni and Gannon. Let's also focus like a chunk on Sirianni because he's kind of gotten a little under the radar here because so much has been on Gannon. Right. Um, your thoughts on their performance in their first Super Bowl, Gannon and Sirianni? Uh to me, this is way more on Gannon, way more. Um, I mean, he got he got taken to school big t- big time in the second half. Um, you know, we had we were doing um, a pregame show um, on NBC, uh, and they were doing a checklist: who who's got the advantage in this category? Who's got the advantage in this category? Who's got the advantage in this category? And coaching came up, uh, and I was surprised that the other guys on the panel. Um, gave the edge of the Eagles. <laughs> and, I, and I kind of said, really? <laughs> you know, um, I mean, you had, because when I went, and I think we even talked about it when I was with you guys last week, when you talk about, to me, when you talk about coaching in this game, you're not just talking about the head coach, you're talking about, you got to throw the two coordinators in there too. Uh, and so you got Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, and Steve Spagnuolo, who have combined 11 Super Bowls among them, going up against... Nick Sirianni, Jonathan Gannon, and Shane Staken, grand total of zero Super Bowls. And, and yet the other guys were saying, advantage Eagles. I said, I, I'm sorry, fellas, I got, I got to go the other way. I got to go with the coaching staff that's been there before. Now, I don't know how much that factored into 
the way they outcoached the Eagles in that game, but it certainly was something that going into it, I thought, gave the Chiefs an advantage. Mm -hmm. And the way it played out, I think it turned out to be a huge advantage. Which quarterback played a better game? Mahomes. Because of the drop ball, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially because of the drop ball. Otherwise, it could be... Really, really close, but one guy dropped the ball on the field, and it was yeah, seven points. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that you can't discount that. I mean, that's seven points on the board. What if that play didn't exist? Then who would you say? <sighs> yeah, if it's the hard, Eagles it's, win I, that game, yeah. did Jalen play better? You know, you know, like, if that fumble doesn't happen, we win the game, would it then be said that Jalen Hurts well, as the MVP? Yeah, I mean, if he, gets, if he gets the ball back with time to move for our final drive, and he takes you down and you win it, then, yeah, then it's him. But – I mean, Mahomes was great. I mean, 13, was. 13 for 14 in the second half. Yeah. You know, scored on every possession. I mean, they come out. I'm not, I'm not even going to count. I'm not even going to talk about the ankle injury he was obviously playing with. But, I mean, they go in at halftime. They're down 10. Anybody that knows their Super Bowl history knows 10-point deficit at halftime in the Super Bowl is a death sentence. I mean, you know, the only one, t- only one team has come back from that and won it, and that was the Patriots when they beat the Falcons. Um, but a 10, 10, you've heard 10 points down at halftime in a Super Bowl. History tells yeah. you you're, you lost. And this guy brought you back. Um, only missed one pass in the whole second half. Breaks off the 26-yard run that sets up the winning kick. Um, I mean, I thought Mahomes was brilliant. Now, now Hertz was Hertz was great. Hertz was absolutely yeah. great in this game. He really was. And if there's... If there's a silver lining takeaway for Eagles fans, it's that you saw how your quarterback handles this kind of pressure in a big game. I mean, he was you, – you can't play – you certainly can't play tougher, and you can't play much better than he played in that game for sure. Ray did not oh, I'm sorry. But, but, yeah. it's, but, but it's, it's, it's Mahomes' MVP. I had no question yeah. about that. The Diddy, Ray Dittinger with us. Ray, let's get to two of the big moments in the game that have been really controversial besides the field. Uh, let's start with the Bradbury flag. The right call by the ref or the wrong call by the ref? Wrong. Wrong. Not enough there or don't like the timing of the game or both? Both. Both. I mean, it's Bradbury is was correct in saying, yeah, I grabbed him. I mean, you can see that. But to me, um, the, the time in the game, um, it, you just don't throw that flag unless you have a defensive holding thing that winds up with where you grab a guy and you spin him around and he can't even get into his route. Where, I mean, you can't look let that go away. Yeah. But if a guy's able to get back into his route and run his route, then you certainly don't throw that flag. Then because by throwing the flag, and I disagree with the people that say, well, we, that's why we lost the game. No, that isn't why you lost the game. But what happened was that certainly allowed the Chiefs to close out the game and not give you your chance to come back. That's what it was. But, you know, that's... You know, what Bradbury said was, Bradbury's being very honest. He said, well, yeah, I, I grabbed him, but I thought he would let it go. Based on what you had seen up to that point, the officials right. were letting a lot of stuff right. go. I mean, right from the third play. I mean, that hit that Devontae Smith takes on the first, on the first that's a, that, that is a helmet-to-helmet hit if there ever was one. Yep. And everybody looks the other way on that. But then at the end, you're going to call that defensive holding? I mean, that's the kind of inconsistency there that is maddening. Uh, that would be maddening in week three of the yeah. regular season. It would be maddening in a preseason game. But in, its, in the final three minutes of a Super Bowl, it's, uh, to me, it's, it was a terrible mistake. Well, and I'll tell you, Ray, what bothered me even more, uh, because at least I get in those instances, you're talking about on-the-field decision, not reversible. It is what it is. What I can't get over is how the Devontae Smith catch was overturned. I mean, because that went up to a booth, and by the way, it went up to a booth for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Did you think there was evidence to overturn his catch? I think they overturned it because of what happened in the championship game. That's a horrible reason. Wow. You really believe that? I, yeah, I do. Wow. I think because that because the Eagles got away with one, because Shanahan didn't challenge it in time, and everybody saw that that was clearly not a catch. That was, but it stood, and. I have a feeling when the officials had, you know, they had their two-week little seminars to prepare for this game, there was a sentiment that, look, we're not looking to screw the Eagles here, but if we get one of these close calls again, wow. we got we got to we got to call it. Well, now my instincts, guys, are, and and we may never find this out, but this is the kind of thing I'd like to know: was it the same person or people in that 
you know, New York location, I suppose, that are involved in that, in talking to the ref. And the reason I say that is because it could be personal for that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if he left Lincoln, well, not Lincoln Financial Field, but if, I, don't, I don't know where they're situated. I think they're in New York, right, Ray? Mm-hmm. So if that guy left New York, you know, walked out to Madison Avenue two sun- three Sundays ago and knew he had blown it, if that same guy had that on him, and you got to imagine, John, there's a 50-50 chance it is the same guy because there was only two games in championship think, weekend. You're probably using your best of your best. Yeah, you're going with the most qualified guy reviewing I mean, for these all things. We know it's that, very likely it yeah. would be the same I mean, that guy, guys. that guy or guys could have worked both championship yeah. games. I mean, it's only seven hours of football that Sunday. Yeah. So, Ray, it's probably the same guy or guys. And that is fascinating. I hadn't thought of that. And, yeah, that I, is fascinating. I, I, that's the first thing I thought of. I said this is – this this is a direct result of them not getting the call in the championship wow. game. Wow! Same guy, same kind of play, not nearly as obvious. But there was so much, there was so much of a stink raised, largely from the West Coast, but a lot internally. That if it's close again, guys, we gotta we gotta overturn it. Well, I, if the idea was to get me less mad in here today, that that did not help me get less mad. All right, Joe Cameron and John <laughs> Ritchie, we got the ditty. Phone calls all up ahead and a busy 1 o'clock hour. And also a reminder, 2 o'clock today, Howie and uh, Nick Sirianni with their press conference. A lot going on. Joe Cameron, John Rich on WIP. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you know that a great point-of-sale system can truly make a difference in your success. It's hard to find a company that offers everything you need and is willing to customize a game plan to fit your individual needs. Well, if you've been looking for the perfect POS partner, you need to call my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. PDQ has everything you need for success, including mobile POS, self-service kiosks. That's why PDQ POS has been the top-rated restaurant management system for over 35 years. Whether you have a single-location restaurant or thousands of locations, Joe Flynn and his team will create a custom game plan that will help your business succeed. Trust me, if you want a point-of-sale system that will truly make a difference, you need PDQ POS. Schedule your free demo and business consultation today at pdqpos.com. That's pdqpos.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.